Hallelujah. Please Amen. do take your seats. It's a joy to be in the house of the Lord. May this covet be defeated in the name of Jesus. Amen. That the multitude of us may be able to come to church. Amen. Amen. We are grateful for the many that are watching with us across the nations in the name of Jesus. Amen. We, we recognize all of our churches and our pastors who are doing viewing centers across our nation. And uh, we want to give thanks as well for the listeners of Peli FM. We are teaching on seed time and harvest. And uh, this season, everybody has it in their life. The Bible teaches us that whilst the seasons remain, seed time and harvest will remain. So your life is determined by the seeds you sow. No seed, no harvest. So our subject, we are on the second leg of our subject about seed time and harvest. Last week we started with paying God. And this week we are talking about paying the men of God or honoring the men of God. There is so much material in the scripture about the relationship between the pastor or the priests together with the congregation. But time, we don't have it. I just said in my heart, camp meeting. A camp meeting. This is the subject for camp. Friday, Saturday, Sunday so that we really try to exhaust the subject. May the Lord bless you. We are teaching on seed time and harvest. And we are talking about paying or honoring the men of God. To save my time. First Timothy chapter 5 verse 17 to 18. Timothy Matomo chapter 5, verse 17 to 18. It says, honor the elder. That's Tom the subject. It says, let the elder who rule well be counted worthy of double honor. Especially those who labor in the, in the word and doctrine. For the scripture says, You shall not muzzle an ox while it treads out the grain. And the laborer is worthy of his wage. Praise the Lord. Amen. I didn't write the verse. I know there's no amen. amen. But it's the scripture. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says, let the elder who rule well be counted worthy of double honor. They must receive double honor. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Anywhere Christian churches. We have got pastors. But I'm the one who's laboring in the word and in the doctrine. So the Bible says I must receive a double honor. There's no amen. Oh, you didn't see it. He who labors in the word and doctrine is worthy of double honor. We are not the same. Many years ago, I was offended. I attended a conference. And there was one of our senior fathers who was ministering. Use the word Harulikan. Are we are not the same? He says we are all pastors. Are But we are not in the same grade of pastoring. Hallelujah. Amen. The truth is, we have been preaching his messages. You see, are strong like this. Oh, we are teaching even today. Part of my teaching is his message. We are not the same. Let the elder who rule be counted worthy of double honor. Especially those who labor in the word and doctrine. What the scripture says, you shall not muscle an ox while it treads out the grain. Now, this one is typical. Possibly, most Africans will do it. Stinginess. You see, in the days past, we plant our fields. Harvest time comes. We harvest our, our, our grains or whatever that we're harvesting. Specifically, some of us who understand this, we used to sow sorghum. Sorghum. Hallelujah. Oh, wheat. The two are the same, almost the same. To get those small seeds out of them, you take a cow. Cow, cow, cow. Oh. Beast. Okay. And then you tie it. It goes in circles. You can tie two or three, depending how much of harvest you want to remove, how much of seeds you want to move. So you put all those things, and these animals will tread on top. They will be walking on top of these seeds to allow them to come much easier. So the Bible says, don't tie the mouth. We are trying to introduce the subject. Paul, when he writes, he says, is God interested in animals? So, he says, don't, don't, don't tie the mouth of this beast that is walking over your harvest to release the seeds that are essential for your daily meal. So even so, 
the pastor should not muscle, be muscled. Listen, there's no amen. I said, the Bible says, do not muscle the ox while it treads out the grain. Somebody wrote, COVID-19 has helped. <laughs> Listen, I live on offerings. Me. I preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not preaching for others. I'm preaching for those who, those who love the Lord. That if you love Jesus, he says, my disciples, they obey my commandments. My disciples, Obey my commandments. But some, some, some churches, they will muscle the pastor. And they say they are humbling him. Let me tell you this, the frustration of pastors. One day I was introduced. This congregation. They don't pay the pastor. But there is a committee in the church. So they went to the pastor's house. Opened, opened his kitchen units. Check what he has. And they decided to go and buy a grocery. 60-70% of what they bought, the pastor doesn't enjoy. Listen, it was not an offering. It was, they were trying to, to do a good thing. But they were muzzling the men of God. Because he said, give us a list of the things you will need. What do you need? Yeah, just give, Pastor, give us a list of your groceries. Then for you, for you to go and buy the food that the pastor doesn't eat. I don't know if you understand. I'm trying to make it. I'm trying to come to your level. That when I get deeper into serious things, you might be messed up. Okay, let's finish our verse. We're still reading a verse. It says, the, the laborer is worthy of his wages. Mudiri, The laborer is worthy of his wages. You see this church? I've been laboring here. I've been a pastor for 32 years. 24 years of my pastoring, it's here. 24 years, it's here. I married uh, most of them. They came not even driving. They didn't know how to dress. They couldn't propose. 
I get help. I help them. There's the brother went many times. I love you. I love you. I, and the answer was no. I've been laboring. Oh. I say I've been laboring. I attended a wedding yesterday. I was just sitting there and saying, people don't know how hard we work for this world. Yeah. There are very few marriages where we have not really moved things around. Oh, we move, we move a lot of things around. Oh, these sisters. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Now the Bible says a laborer is worth of worthy of his wage. I like how Paul writes. He says, I am talking to you. Let's go to First Corinthians chapter 9 so that you see it. First Corinthians chapter 9. From verse 1. Ah, you will be shocked. It will shock you. Verse 1. Let's start from there. It says, Am I not an apostle? Am I not free? Have I not seen Jesus Christ our Lord? Are you not my work in the Lord? Listen, there are a lot of people watching television, whatever method they are watching us. We are preaching to them, but I'm preaching to you. Others, when I finish preaching, they will start to argue about the message. But they are just privileged that they are part of the brother group that I'm preaching. But I'm preaching to those of Emmanuel Christian Church. We are sizable congregations. Congregation here, whole. Yes. Mm. Oh, we have been laboring. Are you not my work in the Lord? If I'm not an apostle to others, yet doubtless I am to you. I, I understand. I I understand that I'm not a pastor for everyone. Somebody was arguing. I said, listen. The proof of my work in the congregations that have been raised, the pastors that have been sent out, Paul writes, if I am not an apostle, if I'm not your pastor, it's fine. But for these ones I'm preaching to, there is an obligation. You owe me. You know Sinyaka's song. That one we should sing it. We should. Sing it in the church. Yes, 
When people are getting married, we sing it. When we bury, we sing it. To remind you that you are not self-made. Oh, I've taken people to school. I've helped people to pass their school. I'm just reminded. Even today, all the students we will even put this on podcast. How to study in time of COVID and online study so that you pass as a student. Oh, you're playing. Paul says, if I'm not an apostle, doubtless I am to you. Amen. For you are the seal of my apostleship in the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Paul was very bold. So I'm taking courage from his words. Amen. If there are people who owe me in this world, it's you. All the churches from Emmanuel Christian churches. And all those that were birthed out of us who are running independent ministries. Oh. There's no amen, but it's fine. I know my wife is saying a big amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. God has designed the church to fund and finance itself and to care for its workers. The church. We, are not, we can do it. We can sell fat cakes. We can, uh, what else do, do, do people do to raise funds? We can sell fat cakes. We can sell food. What else? What else do people do? Kawash, we can do kawash. They are not in the Bible. Pastors do it. It's good. No problem. But me, when I finish here, I'm going to take an offering. The words that I speak, their spirit and their life, those who believe my words, they will leave. Oh, I have a lot of testimony here. The one that is interpreting. If I call her and say, come and give testimony. There's another Muruti who's sitting and I'm watching. You can't see them, but I'm watching them. Oh, they can give a testimony. Are you listening? God has designed his way. Few points, we few points and then we will close. We have communion, so if you are at home, watching from home, make sure you have your glass of uh, communion wine and then you have your bread. First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 13 and 14. chapter 9, verse 13 to 14. Do you not know that those who minister in the holy things eat of the things of the temple? Those who minister, those 
He says, Do, don't ye know that they which minister about holy things live of the things of the temple? Me. And our pastors. We eat from the holy things. We partake. We partake. It says, do you not know that those who minister in the holy things eat of the things of the temple? And those who serve at the altar partake of the offerings of the altar. Even so, the Lord has commanded that those who preach the gospel should leave from the gospel. We are teaching on seed time and harvest. And we are talking about paying or honoring the pastor or the priest or the man of God. Whatever title you want to use, the prophet. The Bible says, He who ministers and preach partakes of the offering given from the altar. So that's number one. We eat from the offering that are offered. You see the shoes I'm putting on? They are, they are an offering. Yes, you don't like it, but, but it's true. You get it? No, I'm telling the truth. Is the what? You can look at the Muruti's shoes. <laughs> it's offering. Praise the Lord. Amen. You know, the pain about saving the Lord. You don't know what the Lord will give you. <laughs> yeah. I remember the many years ago. The youth in the church. They bought me a tie. A tie. You know a tie. Even now, I still dress on no, that tie. It's a red tie. If I look at the, the quality of the ties I have and the quality of that tie, yes, I wanted to put it aside and say, hey. And my own said what? The Holy Spirit said, Offering. You are going to wear this tie. Hey. You can make some of the boys. I was matching with some of the guys in the church with my offering. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, we are trying to make a very heavy subject light. Amen. You get it? Like Number one, one, those who minister and preach partakes of the offering given from the altar. Number two. Nehemiah 13, verse 10 to 11. Nehemiah 13, verse 10 to 11. I also realized that the, the portions of the Levites had not been given to them. For each of the Levites and the singers 
who did the work had gone back to the to his fields. So I contended with the rulers and said, Why is the house of the oh, oh, why is the house of God forsaken? And I gathered them together and set them in their place. Curses comes when the work of the priest is neglected. When you have a pastor who's working, it's a blessing. I mean, working somewhere else. They, they call it tent making. It's a good thing. We have a lot of pastors like that in our church. But we are believing that the work of God will soon be calling them. I don't know you understand. When the work of God is neglected, the, those that are in the church will not prosper. The neglect of the minister, the priest, the pastor, the prophet, your life will be neglected as well. Your struggle will never come to an end. I'll prove it to you. So, this Number two, my subtopic is Satan wants to cut the supplies or the support. When you don't pay tithe, when you don't give your offerings, you are pushing the pastor to go and look for a job. And I told you last week, if I go and look for a job, I'm going to give you regurgitations. I'm going to give you vomit. Have you had letata before? <laughs> Most of our churches they eat vomit. The heart of the pastor is not connected to the people. Everywhere they honor their prophet. I've heard in the past few weeks, months, people have been criticizing us who are receiving offerings from our members. Oh. I said, it's the way of God. Those who honor you they will be honored. Those who despise you, they can receive a blessing from the one they despise. Praise the Lord. Amen. So we encourage our, our pastors to start from working. Our young pastors, they have two degrees or almost twice the qualification. They have got their first vocation. 
which is going to university to study engineering, whatever that they study. And it's a requirement in our church that you should have your first basic degree before you become a pastor. You must get a diploma or a degree. The step is high. You get it? So when you are an engineer, a chartered accountant, a medical doctor, you are on the first level to become a pastor. But we do have people who are really, we feel that, oh, these ones, they must just go straight into the ministry. They are fruit bear witness to the work they are doing. The reason why we want them to have a vocation is because we send them as missionaries to far nations and far places. So that they can go to Afghanistan and become engineers in Afghanistan. engineering. They've got their IT specialists. Is the entry is the door that the world understands. Amen. And when they are there, the true meaning of their calling unfolds. Amen. Amen. Number three. The Galatians 6, 6. Let him who taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches. Let him who taught the word share in all good things. There is an exchange that is expected spiritually and materially. Amen. So number three, paying or honoring the man or the prophet remains the spiritual responsibility of every disciple and every Christian. It remains the responsibility of the church and all the Christians to care and meet the needs of their pastors and spiritual leaders. Hallelujah. Amen. I didn't write the verse. Don't be angry. Tell your neighbor, don't be angry. Tell them, change. Yes, change. Tell them, don't be angry. Change. Yes, Galatians 6, 6. Let him who's taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches. Yes. All good things. I've received grocery. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. I've received clothes. Praise the Lord. Amen. Why not? Hallelujah. Amen. One pastor was saying, Hey, you are bold, where as I teach the scripture, it's exactly as it is. You didn't need an explanation. But because they are not giving, 
I have to preach it. That there is an obligation that I preach and you give. Hallelujah. Amen. May the Lord have mercy. Hallelujah. Amen. Number, what number are we in? Four. Number four. Second Corinthians chapter 11 verse 8. He says, I robbed other churches taking wages from them to minister to you. I've received payment from other churches to preach to you. It's a shame to receive the words and never give anything in return. Oh, I've been preaching. Somebody asked me and said, Pastor, we'd like you to preach in our church. What, what will be the honorarium? I said to them, you don't have to give me anything. I preach. You are blessed. You give me an offering. I'll be delighted. But an offering is not necessary if you cannot afford it. It's between you and God. But I've had people who are Ramusolvamutu. I met people who are saying we are going to solve this one. Yeah, we are going to keep his offerings. You owe me. They say we are going to keep the offerings. There is a word that we use is called harem. This is a cast or holy. When you keep what is not yours, Case takes effect. I wish we had we had a camp meeting. So that I can go into this point. <laughs> so I, could, I can really deal with this point. When you keep the tithe to yourself, the tithe becomes poisonous. It becomes aflamed. It's, it's fire. You keep, you keep the money into your pocket and it eats your money. Let me try and explain it according to my tradition and culture. Somebody was keeping animals for me, cows for me. No, I He was taking care of them. So he called me. It was Burut. Are only your cows are giving birth in my crawl? I don't know you understand. Every year, all my females, every year they give birth. <laughs> you will not understand. They are eating, they are eating my wealth. When you keep what is not your own, you are depleting your own resource. Amen. 
Your tithe you have kept. The tithe you have kept. The offering you have kept. Your pastor is crying to God. Emmanuel, I'm well taken care of. You can see even my shirt. I'm taken care of. Special made. <laughs> <laughs> no other person has it unless they copy mine. Just a traditional shirt. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen. Develop an attitude to honor God by honoring his servants. Uh, let me try and move quickly before I, I cry with time. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It is wrong, number four, it is wrong and unscriptural to receive services and ministry from the men of God and not share in all good things. You are a thief and a robber. You want to receive services and you don't want to pay for them. It's a common South African problem. They want electricity for free. They want free water. When, when ESCOM comes to cut and say, you can't do this, we will connect you and you pay. That's why in certain churches, when you come and say, Oh, we have a funeral. They are going to check you. No, go and hire a pastor. I attended the funeral. I was disappointed. They had a guy they called Murut. In the area where, where this guy coming from, he's, he's fully a reckless drunkard. I said to the family after that, why? They told me, Mutabuke 500 rand. But we are really disappointed. He preached while drunk. I said, Why did you go to your normal church? And he says, They wanted the Chelsea Aliketo. Gary, why didn't you go to your church? But they wanted tight money. Satan will want to embarrass you. With a cheap pastor. Yes, it's true. <laughs> yes. With the answer 500. You will take out that 500. <laughs> but you will not receive the blessing. They were very, they were very annoyed. <laughs> one, one family funeral. When the pastor was preaching, he was drunk. When we finished, it was my relative. I, the person the, the pastor was bearing was my relative. And my aunts were very annoyed. 
And my aunt is a deacon in that church. He just called all the other says, This one is finished. It was a Saturday. He must just take his things and leave. He's not going to preach. Your church deserves the pastor you have. You don't want to be the pastor. You will never learn the scriptures. They will teach you motivation. You will be rich. Take, take one scripture and blow it out of proportions. Here we preach. You must sacrifice. Everybody must sacrifice. Christ died on the cross. He sacrificed. What Christ requires of you is even minimal. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I was talking to somebody. Dress very skimpily coming to church. Dress, dress skimpily. Okay. So I said, if I come to church <laughs> on Sunday, crop top. Hey, Musadiwa I said, if I come to church like that, how will you feel? There's no mood. It's indecent. I said, how can you dress that way? Everybody expects the pastor to be there during their funeral. They expect the pastor to be there during the weddings. They expect the pastor to be there when they are blessed. To pray for them. But they will not want to give anything. The Bible says, do not appear before the Lord without an offering. We're not going to, you can come for counseling and you don't even have anything. I'm just going to hear what the man of God is going to say. You'll hear, Jesus put it this way. He says, hearing they hear, but they do not understand. You will hear, but you will never understand. Because there's no commitment on your side. Let's push. Number five. First Corinthians 9, verse 4. Do we have no right to eat and to drink? The pastor has a right to eat and to drink from the work that he's doing. Paying the man of God or the prophet. We have to do it to meet their material needs. First Corinthians chapter 9 verse 4. Number 6. 
Even so, the Lord has commanded that those who preach the gospel should leave from the gospel. The worker is worth his wage. It is required that those who preach should be taken care of those who receive their ministry. Number seven. Second Chronicles chapter 2020. Believe in the Lord your God and you will be established believe in his prophets and you shall prosper number seven God has ordained how members and, and, and disciples should be blessed when you don't give and don't believe in your prophet you will not prosper Oh, when your church is small, they say your church is bewitched. You, the people. The poor pastor has been working there for years. They say, this church is not growing. He's been bewitched, this pastor. No problem. The church grows. Hey, they turn. This pastor. He uses a snake. You are a witch. <laughs> These are the things that are opposing the church. That's why when you read the book of uh, First Corinthians, uh, Second Corinthians chapter 10, Verse three. It gives us an understanding that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against spirits of wickedness. Can you put it there? Hallelujah. It says, the last part, it talks about the, the, the mindset, the thinking pattern of the people. Let's go to verse 5. Verse 5. Casting down imaginations. Do you see it there? Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. When, when people are giving their offerings and they are, and they are serving the man of God and paying, making sure that it's well taken care of. This, this, we are casting down we have to fight those people who oppose. We are casting down imaginations. Amen. Let's go to verse 3 and we will come to verse 5 so that the verses marry. For, so for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war against the flesh. For the weapons of our faith are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. I'm busy pulling out the stronghold. The man of God needs to be paid. If there is any offering I'm receiving is from you. I'm not being a pastor to everybody. But if certain things are going to work in your life, you need to understand that. Let's go to verse 5 says, casting down imaginations. 
and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Amen. When you give your offering, you, your thoughts, your, your person has come to the obedience of Christ. We just read that those who preach the gospel must eat from it. Praise the Lord. Amen. They must eat from it. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says, believe in the prophet and you will prosper. Don't allow people to discourage you from giving. People say, oh, this prophet is charging money. And that prophet is charging money. And this prophet is charging money. Fine, I can't comment on those. But I can speak from the scriptures. That Galatians 6 6. There's those who are receiving the weight. To say in all good things. You should know the pastor has needs. And your prosperity is in the blessing of the men of God. Let me sum and close by saying you are either going to give in the church or you are going to give in to a spiritist somewhere. I don't want to call the names of the spiritists. Yes. There's no spiritual person that you consult and you don't pay. I don't know. I don't know anyone. I don't know any spiritist that you can arrive and, and get services and not give anything. It's not possible. Not in this life. It's only in the church. And that's why you are poor. Oh, you don't give. The prayers will never work for you. They will never have impact on your life. Oh, I'm anointed. My work proves it. I don't care what you say. My work proves that I'm anointed. Buildings have been built. Pastors have been raised. The sick have been healed. Am I not supposed to partake in, in the joy of ministry? When we're developing our site in Midland, close to all of Africa, you can imagine how much the land costs. I said to the people, I should be driving a Range Rover if my head was full of water. But we bought this land. So you go and check what is the value of the land today. Let me put it. If you are driving a Range Rover, bless you. I could do the same. The buildings we built, this building, you can go and check the value. I can tell you the value, but for your sake, I will not tell you. 
right in the city center in Acadia. Yes. It's not a small, small voice job. Show me your faith, I'll show you my works. I don't rob temples. Amen. Every worker is worth his wage. Honor your pastor, you will prosper. I've told people in more than one occasion. Before, before you came, the church was strong. And after you have left, the church will be mighty. The church of Jesus Christ doesn't depend on the pastor. The Holy Spirit is our senior pastor. Acts 20, 28. Take heed to yourself and to the flock which the Holy Spirit has made you the overseer. I'm preaching by the Holy Spirit my senior pastor you don't like it it's your problem but I told you if you are part of Emmanuel Christian Church and you believe we are called together in the ministry of Jesus Christ oh you will do well as we prosper. Honor your prophets. Give your offerings. Let me add this. My time is up. This is the venison that releases the blessing. Amen. Isaac said, said to his son, Isu, go and prepare as you know, the delight of my heart so that I can bless you. We don't have time. There are certain blessings you will never receive until you provoke them. Sons are not the same. Honor is not the same. Honor separates men from boys. There are certain kinds of honor that you give. The woman who was a prostitute, she bought an expensive perfume. She came to Jesus. The Bible says it cost an annual wage. In my lifetime, as well, this verse I fulfilled. I've given all my annual salary to the church. Matching this woman. Hey, who didn't Luna. know, but I'm telling you today. The interpreter I should know. Yes. Amen. Used to work for me. I don't know if you understand. Whatever your salary is, I've given, I've given my salary back. 
Jesus said, this woman that you despise her offering, she will always, her name will always be mentioned. Two thousand after. after. May the Lord have mercy. Every eye closed. Every head bowed.